I have written extensively on this site about Israel's small flock remnant, God's last days holy people, including His own Spirit of Truth, who fight in the last days spiritual kingdom war against the evil kingdom enemy the Antichrist Chaldeans. I have described how this remnant will bring truth to the world about Jesus Christ's ability to save in these highly tumultuous last days. Even though this small, holy remnant will be delivered early from last days kingdom warfare, their work will continue to benefit the larger house of Israel remnant as well as believing, faithful Gentiles. I have addressed the former on this site, and how they will spiritually return to the Lord via an incremental process, and then finally physically return to the Lord and the Holy Land at the end of the tribulation period. However, I have not yet addressed the Gentiles, specifically. While my emphasis has been on God's holy, small flock remnant as the best indicator for understanding end times events, the first and greatest benefactor of their war versus the wicked kingdom enemy aside from this very small remnant themselves will be the Gentiles. This was God's plan from the beginning. To begin, about the Gentiles, Scripture is clear that they have always been God's people too. The following show God's sovereignty and reign over the entire earth and all nations and peoples. Not surprisingly, a couple of these scriptures are from King David, who we know was very highly in tune with God's eternal kingdom. The Lord is high above all nations, and His glory above the heavens. Ps 113-4. God reigneth over the heathen, God sitteth upon the throne of His holiness. Ps 47-8. Neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though He needed anything, seeing He giveth to all life, and breath, and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation. Acts 17 25-27. Even once God chose a people for Himself through Abraham, who was taken from the Gentiles in the first place, He said that through Abraham and his seed that He would justify the heathen through faith and by Abraham that all nations, would, be blessed, Gal 3-8. Abraham was called a father of many nations. Of course, our world Saviour, Jesus Christ, who was largely rejected by the people from whom He came, a descendant of Abraham himself through his mother Mary, was the one in whose name we are told the Gentiles will trust, Matt 12 21. Jesus was clear that His house of worship was intended for all nations, and this will become apparent again in the last days. It was because of Jesus' ministry that His disciples and Jesus Himself said the following. Be it known therefore unto you, that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. Acts 28 28. Jesus, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. Luke 2 32. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold, and one shepherd. JN 10 16. Of course, Jesus sent his apostles to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and to the Gentiles. Most notable was his apostle Paul who in his Damascus Road experience, was instructed to go witness directly to the Gentiles on Christ's behalf. The same mission will hold true in these last days. The Gospel and Jesus' words as they pertain especially to these last days will be heard and understood by His holy small flock remnant, followed soon after by the Gentiles. All in the world will ultimately have a chance to hear about the opportunity of salvation through Jesus Christ in the midst of an otherwise dark and faithless world, likely even prior to the Antichrist Chaldean Kingdom fully taking hold for a time we are told. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Matt 24:14. In these last days, those who find and hold on to the narrow path of true faith in Christ amidst coercion to do otherwise and while in the midst of rampant deception will be made outcasts of the new world order system. 
their faith and wisdom will translate into imputed righteousness as they take steps to intentionally avoid the wicked worldwide Antichrist Chaldean system. Both God's original ancient house of Israel's faithful and later on those believers whom Jesus' disciples visited were referred to as pilgrims and strangers. These terms will apply again to true believers in these last days who choose the narrow way and go through a self-regulating, filtering and refining process to inherit the coming kingdom of heaven. These last days righteous pilgrims and strangers who become outcasts will be reminded of why Jesus said that His own kingdom was not of this world. They will eagerly await His coming heavenly kingdom. This current passage is about all of those factors that demonstrate how and why the Gentiles will join God's kingdom in these last days. I will discuss the following factors, specifically. A common enemy. A last day's light to the Gentiles. God's holy Jacob Judah small flock remnant as a key source of truth for the Gentiles. God's righteousness and justice for all. All, faithful, nations and kings gathered for the heavenly kingdom. I will address each of these topics in individual sections below. I will conclude this passage reinforcing the theme in the introduction above related to how all nations and peoples will return and worship the one true King, Jesus Christ, once all things are accomplished in these end times. A common enemy. A major factor that has brought Gentiles to the Lord Jesus throughout time, and will again in droves in these last days, is that they have the same enemy. The enemy of God's kingdom, those who his small flock remnant are called to fight an unconventional war against in the end times, are the Antichrist Chaldean kingdom rulers and their minion, mob army. This mob protects the wicked world system and its corrupt rulers who oppress and persecute the common people. While Jesus referred to the ones who are the lowest and are as servants as those who will reign in his kingdom, he remarked otherwise as follows about the Gentile princes and their vast power. He said, they, exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. Matt 2025. King David, a righteous, anointed king of God, calling upon God to bring judgment on his own powerful enemies in his day, asked. Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? How long shall they utter and speak hard things? And all the workers of iniquity boast themselves? They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger, and murder the fatherless. Ps 94-3-6. At the very top of the Antichrist Chaldean organization is, not surprisingly, Lucifer himself. Lucifer is the one who is referred to in prophetic scripture as he who weakens the nations, is 1416, and furthermore. That made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? Is 1417. This imprisonment and bondage of the masses that becomes apparent in the end times is a result of the mystery of iniquity that is mentioned in scripture. It is also referred to in Scripture as the hand that is stretched upon all the nations, is 1426, the face of the covering cast over all people, is 25-7, and the veil that is spread over all nations, is 25-7. This is a veil of deception that allows powerful, wicked rulers to place and hold the multitudes of their people in captivity. I have written prior on this site about God's house of Israel remnant in the tribulation period who, upon the day of the Lord, will experience more intense oppression and persecution just like his righteous small flock remnant, they will call on the Lord for his deliverance. But all of the common people of the world who do not pledge their allegiance to coming one world Babylonian kingdom in the last days will suffer just the same. As they awaken, multitudes of these Gentiles from among all nations will call on Jesus Christ's power to save them and to destroy the enemy. Just as he will answer his small remnant's call for help, he will also deliver the Gentiles. He will indeed smite the nations of the earth on behalf of the righteous as follows and the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, 
that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. Rev 11:18. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treateth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Rev 19:15. In the final section of this passage, I will speak about the Gentiles' full deliverance and return to Jesus and His heavenly kingdom after Jesus' final victory over the kingdom adversary. In a future passage, I will likely address in much more detail the coming day of the Lord when God will execute His judgment on the nations. A last day's light to the Gentiles. Even prior to God bringing His final judgment upon the Antichrist kingdom in the last days, Gentiles across the world will be drawn to and will seek Jesus Christ as their Savior. This will occur as they awaken and seek truth versus the Antichrist Chaldean system's propaganda, big lies, symbolism, images and idols that have been so heavily perpetrated through multiple channels worldwide over the course of generations. As Jesus' light and truth in His first coming was described by His disciples, which was originally prophesied by Isaiah, so it will be again in these end times. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death light has sprung up. Matt 4:16 which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. Luke 2 31-32. The Gentiles will again come to Jesus' light amidst the dark world kingdom in these last days. They will ultimately awaken to the truth about the God of Israel as prophesied by the prophets Jeremiah and Isaiah, respectively, as follows. O Lord, my strength, and my fortress, and my refuge in the day of affliction, the Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth, and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. Jer 16:19. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Then thou shalt see, and flow together, and thine heart shall fear, and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Is 60-3,5. In fact, as I alluded to at the beginning of this passage, Gentiles will see the light and will have their eyes opened even prior to God's house of Israel's larger remnant. The Lord's own house of Israel people are the ones who have been blinded and stirred to envy ever since the apostles went to preach the good news of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. At that time, many Gentiles gladly received the message, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and salvation, this was an awakening which many Jews fought against. Many Gentiles will be those with their eyes opened in these last days, and will receive this light again, and we are told will glorify the word of the Lord. The following scriptures will apply again in these last days. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Is 9-2. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. 4. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Is 60-1-2. Christ-believing Gentiles of the nations of them which are saved amidst the very difficult times that are already beginning to come upon the world, we are told, will walk in the light of the Lord's glory in these end times. God's holy Jacob Judah small flock remnant as a key source of truth for the Gentiles. While the Gentiles will generally see the Lord's light prior to the blinded house of Israel in the end times, the primary source for their end times light and knowledge about salvation through Jesus Christ will be through his small flock remnant who I have addressed in depth on this site as the first fruits of God's house of Israel people who battle the Antichrist called the an enemy in an effort to make truth known. 
Recall that in my passages about the prophet Jeremiah and his own end times persona that in some ways foreshadowed end times Jacob, God told him. Before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms, to root out, and to pull down, and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Jer 1-5,10. Even Jeremiah was a prophet with a timeless message to the nations of the world, far beyond the Judah society in which he dwelt as a prophet in his day-to-day life. Through John the Revelator, we hear about a Jeremiah type, albeit one with supernatural or angelic qualities in the last days who will communicate a message to the nations described as follows. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples, and nations, and tongues, and kings. Rev 10:11. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. Rev 14-6. With this kind of supernatural assistance, God's servants and witnesses on earth in the end times will also continue to preach and prophesy to the nations and peoples. The Gentiles will recognize and listen to God's true end-time servants. In these last days, God will again work for the purpose of His own glory through His people, Israel, and specifically, His very small anointed remnant to show that He only is God, the only God who has told the end from the beginning. The Lord will accomplish His saving work for the world including the nations and peoples of the Gentiles through this small remnant. The following scriptures are prophetic or at least indicative of this last day's small remnant that God works through along with their impact on the Gentile nations and peoples of the world. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people, all that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which the Lord hath blessed. Is 61-9. For thus saith the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations, Publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save thy people the remnant of Israel. Jer 31-7. When I have brought them again from the people, and gathered them out of their enemies' lands, and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations. Easy 39-27. And when they went from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong, yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth, show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare His glory among the heathen, His marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, He also is to be feared above all gods. 1 Cron 1620-25. Again similar to what Jeremiah did in his day, one of the tasks that God accomplishes through His righteous Jacob Judah remnant servants in the end times will be to communicate a message of truth and light, and in doing so will reveal the true nature of the last day's spiritual kingdom war to the Gentiles. I have written previously about the Lord's end-time servants Jacob and David as serving in this capacity. Recall that end-times David is very similar to the original King David who said, I will praise Thee, O Lord, among the people, I will sing unto Thee among the nations, Peace 57-9. The following scriptures show the small remnant's work including that of the Lord's Spirit of Truth as well as end-times David in the last days that is mentioned as being seen by the nations of the Gentiles who will receive a sign of truth and light about the last day's spiritual kingdom war. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people, to it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. Is 11:10. And he will lift up an ensign to the nations from far, and will hiss unto them from the end of the earth, and, behold, they shall come with speed swiftly. Is 5:26. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth, 
I have put my spirit upon him, he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. I the Lord have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thine hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Is 42-1,6-7. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth, and I will preserve thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, to establish the earth, to cause to inherit the desolate heritages. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up mine hand to the Gentiles, and set up my standard to the people. Is 49-6,8,22. Through God's small flock of servants, Gentiles of the world will receive the truth about the ongoing spiritual kingdom war and will be convinced to stay away and flee from the end-times Babylonian world system. The Gentiles will recognize God's anointed end-time servants for their righteousness. The message about the last day's kingdom war will be received loud and clear by many Gentiles of the world. This is a spiritual kingdom war that will reveal right versus wrong, one that we are told will have righteousness as the plumb line. Gentiles will come to know the Lord by witnessing His righteous Jacob Judah remnant that includes the righteous man of the East whom the Lord raises up versus the wicked Antichrist Chaldeans and their lawless tactics. The following scriptures demonstrate how the Gentiles will recognize this remnant's righteousness. For as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Is 61:11. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness, and all kings thy glory, and thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Is 62-1-2. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Is 55-5. Because of this remnant's righteousness, faithful Gentiles will want to be a part of their breakaway type civilization that will likely begin to form once the wicked world kingdom and its oppressive new world order begins to fully come onto the scene for a time. The following are indications about how some righteous Gentiles and peoples among the nations will want to be a part of the Lord's righteous remnant. One shall say, I am the Lord's, and another shall call himself by the name of Jacob. Is 44-5. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, In those days it shall come to pass, that ten men shall take hold out of all languages of the nations, even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew, saying, We will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Zech 8 23. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob, and will yet choose Israel, and set them in their own land, and the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. Is 14-4. You will recall how, when God's people, Israel, departed Egypt to go into the wilderness that the Egyptian people in the land gave them items to take along with them on their journey, realizing the Israelites had been harshly oppressed at the hands of the Pharaoh. In the last days, the Gentiles will again recognize and understand the small remnant's plight for liberty and escape from persecution and will assist them in their journey back to the land. This is the last day's time we are told about in Scripture given earlier when, the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee, is 60-5. This will include Gentiles' assistance with Israel's travel back to the land, restoration of their houses, and the return of their possessions. The following Scriptures refer to this and the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee, for in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favour have I had mercy on thee, the sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, 
and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee, the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Is 6010,14. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon horses, and in chariots, and in litters, and upon mules, and upon swift beasts, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, saith the Lord, as the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. Is 66:20. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up mine hand to the Gentiles, and set up my standard to the people, and they shall bring thy sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. Is 49:22. So once Gentiles awaken and recognize the truth about the spiritual kingdom war in the last days, many will assist the foremost victims, the righteous Israelites, in their return to the land. The Gentiles will recognize God's end-time servants as their leaders. As a result of their righteous war and their victory due to the Lord's power, the Jacob-Judah small flock remnant will be the leaders of the nations once the Antichrist Chaldean kingdom is defeated and Jesus Christ reigns in the Millennial Kingdom. Many people understand the Davidic covenant for a king in David's line to rule on the eternal throne. Of course Jesus himself is the Lion of Judah, but in addition there will be a lesser known, less often discussed Davidic prince, about whom King David himself was an early representative of and said. Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of the people, and thou hast made me the head of the heathen, a people whom I have not known shall serve me. Ps 1843. Thou also hast delivered me from the strivings of my people, thou hast kept me to be head of the heathen, a people which I knew not shall serve me. Strangers shall submit themselves unto me, as soon as they hear, they shall be obedient unto me. 2 Sam 2244-45. What is also lesser known and not frequently discussed is that this Davidic prince figure will first exist as an actual end times David among us who is a part of the Lord's small flock remnant that raises a banner and sign to the Gentiles about the spiritual kingdom war as just described above. Those faithful among the nations who proceed into the millennial kingdom will recognize him as their God-appointed leader who serves under Jesus Christ. The following likely apply to or include last days David, the Davidic prince figure, who will lead Gentile nations and peoples. And he that overcometh, and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Rev 2:26. Incline your ear, and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Is 55-3-4. And the kingdom and dominion, and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey Him. Dan 7:27. This end times righteous remnant, God's saints with their King David among them, will be leaders in Jesus Christ's coming kingdom and will be recognized as such while having the support of the Gentile peoples and nations of the world. God's Righteousness and Justice for All In an earlier section above, I described how the Lord's righteous Jacob Judah small flock remnant will be a key tool that God uses in the end times to shed light and awareness to the Gentiles about the spiritual kingdom war and the evil Antichrist called the an enemy of the world, which is the very enemy of God's creation that includes humanity itself. I also described above that because of God's small flock's remnant's righteousness, many righteous Gentiles will come and submit to their side as opposed to the wicked, destructive powers and rulers of the world's Antichrist called the system. They will ultimately join alongside this remnant and will proceed to be under Jesus Christ's and this remnant's leaders in the Millennial Kingdom. In the remaining couple sections of this passage, I will address the righteousness and justice of God Himself as the ultimate reason that all of the peoples and nations of the world will choose to serve the God of Israel as the one and only true God. 
In the remainder of this section I will demonstrate how God's righteousness and justice will become apparent in these last days. In the final section below, I will show how all of the nations will gather to Him. The Lord's Righteousness To begin, I will give a few introductory, overarching prophetic scriptures that demonstrate how many faithful Gentile nations and peoples will recognize and will be blessed due to the Lord's own righteousness and judgment, especially as it is demonstrated in these wicked end times. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth, in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness, and the nations shall bless themselves in Him, and in Him shall they glory. Jer 4-2. Declare His glory among the heathen, His wonders among all people. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth, the world also shall be established that it shall not be moved, he shall judge the people righteously. Ps 96-3,10. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously, and govern the nations upon earth. Selah. Ps 67-3-4. And he shall judge the world in righteousness, he shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. Ps 9-8. God's righteousness will draw the nations and peoples of the world to Him, and they will see His complete and perfect ways of justice in the end times. In Scripture, we are also told that He will judge the people with equity and with His truth. A good place to start in examining God's fairness is looking to see how He will deal with those He has called His own people, the house of Israel. Scripture shows that He will refer back to His original, ancient instructions, particularly those given to His rulers, about how they were not to oppress the poor, needy, stranger, fatherless, widow, etc. Scripture warns about this, such as, The Lord preserveth the strangers, He relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked He turneth upside down, Peace 46-9. This promise of God to overturn corruption will apply in these end times to His own house of Israel's rulers as follows. And I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the adulterers, and against false swearers, and against those that oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow, and the fatherless, and that turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. Maul 3-5. I have previously described in detail on this site how God's house of Israel rulers in both Judah, country of Israel, and the last day's northern kingdom, Babylon U.S., will be found to have violated God's instructions once again. Additional scripture in the book of Malachi, as well as that which is in the same chapter of the following Ezekiel verse tell us that not only do house of Israel rulers disobey God's ancient instructions to kings, but that they rebel against Him directly, even by robbing His temple and profaning His Sabbaths. About their oppression, fulfilling Malachi's prophecy above, we learn. Behold, the princes of Israel, every one were in thee to their power to shed blood. In thee have they set light by father and mother, in the midst of thee have they dealt by oppression with the stranger, in thee have they vexed the fatherless and the widow. Easy 22-6-7. When the oppression of these powerful rulers is discovered by Gentile nations and peoples of the world, they will be looking to see that God is just and that He will punish even His own people, Israel. And this is exactly what He will do. Not only will these corrupt rulers and their minions be revealed, but we are told in Scripture the following about how God will punish His people, Israel, making them a byword and contemptible. This will be done in the sight of the peoples of the nations, the Gentiles, as demonstrated in the following verses that have prophetic significance. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, am against thee, and will execute judgments in the midst of thee in the sight of the nations. Easy 5-8. Therefore have I also made you contemptible and base before all the people, according as ye have not kept my ways, but have been partial in the law. Maul 2-8. Behold, therefore I will stretch out mine hand upon thee, and will deliver thee for a spoil to the heathen 
and I will cut thee off from the people, and I will cause thee to perish out of the countries, I will destroy thee, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Easy 25-7. And I will set my glory among the heathen, and all the heathen shall see my judgment that I have executed, and my hand that I have laid upon them, and the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they trespassed against me, therefore hid I my face from them, and gave them into the hand of their enemies, so fell they all by the sword. Easy 39:21,23. God's end times punishment on His own house of Israel will be a fulfillment of words from Moses' day during which God warned that because of His people's disobedience they would be scattered among the heathen, become desolate, and would be chased by the sword. The Lord will bring freedom and peace. God's real righteousness and justice will be revealed as He provides freedom and liberty from the bondage and chains placed on oppressed people of the world by the wicked and powerful rulers. Recall that Jesus repeated Isaiah's prophetic words as follows when He came in person as our Savior the first time. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Luke 4 18. Jesus will return to do the same thing here in the end times, once and for all. Some additional scriptures that corroborate Jesus' timeless activities on behalf of His faithful, especially verses that will apply in these end times include. For He hath looked down from the height of His sanctuary, from heaven did the Lord behold the earth, to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death. Ps 102 19-22. Which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord loseth the prisoners. Ps 146-7. He shall judge thy people with righteousness, and thy poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and the little hills, by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people, he shall save the children of the needy, and shall break in pieces the oppressor. P. 72-2-4. In the latter verse above, we see how God's judgment and Jesus Christ's rule will finally bring peace to the people. Nations and peoples of the world will no longer be artificially set against each other in war and conflict by powerful rulers who merely play an occultic game to reinforce their own power and oppress the common people by means of persecution and constant strife. This is why we are told. And he shall judge among many people, and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Mike 4 3. People in God's kingdom will finally understand what true peace looks like. All faithful nations, peoples, and their kings will be gathered to the Lord. In this final section, I will conclude where I began in the introduction. I will show how the end of this age will conclude with all nations, peoples and their kings returning to the Lord in advance of His heavenly kingdom. Here is a prophetic description of Gentiles as a part of this coming kingdom. And there was given, one like the Son of Man, dominion, and glory, and a kingdom, that all people, nations, and languages, should serve Him, His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and His kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Dan 7:14. On this site, I have previously addressed how God's larger, righteous remnant of the house of Israel will finally return. Gentile believers will regather in much the same way. In fact, many will be hand in hand in helping the righteous oppressed of the house of Israel return, some of which I alluded to earlier. This return for Gentile nations and peoples in the end times will be both a spiritual return as well as a physical return to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Many Gentiles will have been blind and deaf just as the Israelites had been. Referring to these end times when Gentiles believers will join the large house of Israel remnant, God says, I will lead the blind by a way they did not know, 
I will guide them on unfamiliar paths, hear, ye deaf, and look, ye blind, that ye may see, is 42:16,18. This spiritual return represents the Gentiles returning to the truth and everlasting light that has shown, as addressed earlier in this passage, and also as follows. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes, and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled, who among them can declare this, and show us former things. Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear, and say, It is truth. Is 43-8-9. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind, the Lord raiseth them that are bowed down, the Lord loveth the righteous. Ps 146-8. This spiritual return is a culmination of the light the Gentiles will see and the truth they will attain as a result of their seeking answers related to the ongoing turmoil and unrest that will have begun even prior to the tribulation period. They will likely have observed events along the way that continually pointed to and reinforced the gradual gathering of all of the righteous back to the truth and light of Jesus Christ. Kings and nations will return to serve the Lord. Some scriptures that I provided earlier in this passage have already established that Gentile kings and their peoples will arise to the Lord's light in the last days. This will be as a result of the work of His Spirit of Truth and the righteous Jacob Judah remnant versus the kingdom enemy. This end times period will be similar to the ancient time when God's people Israel were captive in Babylon, yet Gentile kings eventually bowed down to the God of Israel because of the well-known miracles and signs performed through his servants like the prophet Daniel and his friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The first verse below is from Babylon's king Nebuchadnezzar, followed by the king of the next empire, King Darius of the Medes. Therefore I make a decree, that every people, nation, and language, which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Dan 3:39. Then King Darius wrote unto all people, nations, and languages, that dwell in all the earth, Peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree, that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and steadfast for ever, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even unto the end. Dan 6:25-26. These powerful kings of Babylon and Persia submitted to the God of Israel, and you likely also recall the story in the book of Esther in which Gentile King Ahasuerus submitted a decree of peace for the people of Israel in his own kingdom, allowing them to worship their God as a result of the actions of Esther and Mordecai. Similarly, kings in the last days will see the Lord's glory and will bow down and worship Him in what will become Jesus Christ's heavenly kingdom. The following verses with end times prophetic application are from the Psalms. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy glory. Ps 102:15. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall serve him. Ps 72:11. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong unto God, he is greatly exalted. Ps 47-9. In Scripture, we are given many examples of how the Lord's faithful from all nations and peoples will ultimately join last day's kings and return to the Lord to worship Him, fulfilling King David's words, All nations whom Thou hast made shall come and worship before Thee, Ps 86-9. They will come to the Lord's house, which He said prophetically will be called a house of prayer for all people, is 56-7, just as Jesus reiterated in His own time as I mentioned earlier in this passage. So the Gentiles, too, will come to His holy mountain. The following scriptures show how all nations and peoples of the world will worship and serve the Lord. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. 
for the kingdom is the Lord's, and He is the governor among the nations. Ps 22 27-28. And it shall come to pass in the last days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow unto it. Is 2-2. Yea, many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem, and to pray before the Lord. Zech 8 22. At last, the kingdom of the Lord will be complete. Tilda. The culmination of the Lord bringing His house of Israel as well as all Gentile nations and peoples back to Him a redemption process taking place over the course of 6,000 years from the beginning will represent the end of the age, but also the glorious beginning of the Lord's heavenly millennial kingdom. All faithful believers will be given a new heart and a new spirit at this time. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair.